The mics are hot. Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Okay. All right. All right. right. Step into the podcast world. These are sided, right? So ours. Yeah, and I don't think the feed coming through is stereo, actually. So, yeah, but feel free to put them on however you feel. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right, guys. So we are on another episode of, and the new title. <laughs> Uncomfortably Tight. With Derek. Chris. Brianna. And Mapuana. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Glad to have you guys on. Yeah. I think we should tell us. the origin story maybe first, because yeah. it's interesting. It is very interesting. <laughs> Let's hear it. I'm ready. Yeah, and it would be interesting also like go into a little bit about our day that day, because yeah. it was, so it was a Sunday, I want to say, right? Yeah, it was two it was. weeks ago mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Does anyone want to jump in first? Um, I went to the reef to avoid uh, another interaction with somebody that I had spent the night with and yeah. knew that I would be safe avoiding that specific person at the reef for a very myriad of social reasons that I would definitely not run back into that person. And then Brie arrived and... That's right. And I had woke up that morning without my cell phone. I went out with a couple guy friends the night before at 4th Ave Tab to play some pool. We got way too drunk on gin and tonics and I lost my phone, so I went out venturing for it the next day. (laughs) Come to find out it wasn't next door at the tavern, so mop here. Mapuana ah. helped me find my phone by calling it and helping me track down my Google Chrome. So, like, what? super awesome. Knight in shining armor. Just literally just met. It was awesome. Yeah. She's amazing. And met Derek here as well. That's right. Had some tofu strips and drinks at the reef. What? Woo. Yeah, so my wife was having a uh, bachelorette uh, slash bridal party. You guys can see some of the decorations <laughs> we've decided yeah. there. <laughs> I see. Leave up permanently. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so yeah, so I had to make myself scarce for a couple hours. (laughs) I played some basketball and then I decided to go downtown and grab food and yeah, just sat at the bar and ran into you guys and you guys seemed super chill and and had a great conversation. So I thought it would be fun to transfer that to the podcast. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you both. Glad to be here. Yeah. So uh, what were we talking about right before we turned the mics on? Do you want to remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I think we were talking about boundaries, though, boundaries, which I feel cultural like cultural identities. Yeah, that's important. Also, I feel like this the guac, the ingredients of the guac, <laughs> and how it's a little sweet and bomb. The sweet of the guac. Yeah, I feel like what I was getting as a recap from you guys is so uh, comfortable uh, with pretty much any topic of conversation, and yeah. and we can set rules as we go. So, yeah. yeah. We uh, So the name of the podcast is Uncomfortably Tight, and we like to talk about interesting things and just kind of like, I feel like, again, I was talking about the value of the podcast that I want to uh, kind of get out into the world is just having conversations that people either they don't have because they're too uptight and they don't have, you know, friends that they can talk to like this. Or maybe even or they shy. Don't hear. You know, a lot of yeah. people are shy too, I feel like, and it's hard for them to come out then too. So yeah, it's yeah. good to just come out. And yeah, and, and there are conversations that are considered, you know, not appropriate for public, you know, which I think is wrong and which I think is important to broadcast them. So back to that point was that I have a tendency to overshare and I share things that make other people uncomfortable just as a per- just as a piece of the person that I am, because things don't make me uncomfortable and maybe they don't because I processed it or because I've always just been so open and aware of situations and value that like social communication of understanding how other people would interpret situations it's always been really valuable to me so i feel like you have to share a piece of yourself if you're trying to understand 
the social implications of the activities in your life. I feel like it's really good to be raw and just like be who you are and yeah. wherever you are and whatever you're doing, just be there and present and raw. It's a really good thing to do. So yeah, absolutely. I think that we um, we all uh, suffer different traumas and go through different things, but a lot of people um, go through these same things, you know, and and they don't. They don't talk about them. They feel all alone in the world. Um, I think the podcast community specifically resonates so much with this because people talk about these things, you know, and they're like, oh, fuck, there's other people out there actually dealing with what I'm dealing with. Oh, and this is how they're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. That seems pretty healthy. I'm going to take some of that, you know, and emulate it or at least just hearing it, you know, and and feeling acknowledged. Right. Mm -hmm. It's that it's that idea that they're feeling acknowledged because they fucking going through the shit, too. Um, And because either they're timid or they're shy or whatever it is, they don't want to admit it or they don't want to face it um, or they think they're the only person going through it. Mm -hmm. So this is really cool to be able to. When it comes to like relationships specifically, which is what we were kind of talking about uh, before Mm. we started, is for me, I grew up in like this really weird, idealized, like nucleus family is what you're supposed to to go for. And my mom didn't have that, like that wasn't represented to me by my parents and like past infancy. And then the only other people that I ever saw in those kinds of relationships were miserable. And so I knew that wasn't what was going to make me happy. And trying to like navigate the different pathways and like the social constructs that that I can function within, um, being really open about who I am and how I function and how I choose to live my life means that like, yeah, I make myself vulnerable to criticism or just questions. So I don't have the time or energy to like cover that up right. with anything except for just being true to myself and yeah. knowing that like I'm not, and I'm not doing anything like crazy, but even just not being in a monogamous relationship and raising a child has been, or not being in any relationship really, um, is right. <clears throat> creates some interesting situations absolutely. and life experiences. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's not just the social pressure. There's familial pressure as well. And one of those that we can kind of speak to right now is the pressure to have children. You know, yeah. our Ooh. families <laughs> are such on us to have kids and they almost feel it as a slight towards them that we're not having them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, People, you know, from for a long time, people had them because that's just what you did. You know, first you of needed all, farm workers. Yeah, you right. needed farm workers. <laughs> you needed help, right? You had to marry because it was like, yeah, that's the only yeah. way you'd survive as a woman. You know, is if you married, and then yeah, you'd have kids um, to help. You know, raise your farm or whatever, um, and also because a lot of kids died. You know, so they had so yeah. many kids because a lot of their kids would die. You'd have six, and maybe four would make it. You know, and then it turned into the whole. You know, this is what you do. You go to school you know you graduate you maybe get a job or whatever you find a man you get married you have kids you buy a house like these are the things that you do you know and now I really have a lot of hope in this mil- mil- whatever they are I'm millennial. I guess millennial. I'm a millennial but well, I mean technically we're millennials too yeah, we definitely. are but I, mean, I don't as feel I often like remind her yeah. I, yeah, always, I always feel like disconnected from these tropes that are put out there about millennials but then Absolutely. I realize that that's a piece of using it as a trope and as like a political tool True, is yeah. that they're trying to degrade this generation of people and trying to separate us from each other where right. I feel like we all have so much more in common with each other than we even understand. Absolutely. And so because like by taking away a cultural identity from us, it gives other people like boomers are super happy about who they are. Mm. Like, they love it. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. because they have that like joint bond, 
they have more vo- like social voice and if millennials will stop like feeding into the pedantic behavior of boomers and their just like plethora of troping on on millennial culture yeah yeah it'd be so much easier to just like be ourselves and and be the leaders that we are supposed to be in this culture that is, yeah. that we're growing into right like in 20 years it's just gonna be us so like right <laughs> and, and we're gonna make the change i feel like if we all let our pride down too like maybe we could come together and unite and help our universe and earth and like our society as a whole together like socially and change that and alter everything so i I think that ultimately that's what everyone wants exactly but because they don't align completely on all ideals across the board then they infight with each other you know and it's like it's very sad to see but um i do have some hope for this new generation they're standing up for what they believe in Mm -hmm. they're living their authentic lives and living their best life you know and i'm super jealous because i think that again just growing up in this i felt that way anyway it was very um awkward because i was stuck between this very traditional way of living and the idea that you could be who the fuck you want to be. And that doesn't mean you have to get a job. That doesn't mean you have to go to college. That doesn't mean that you have to have kids and get married right. or have these traditional relationships. See, like, I, there's no rules to this. Like, you live right, your life. Right, exactly. Like you there have, are there's no not rules. There's a rule book. <laughs> there's laws, sure, but no rules. That's it. <laughs> I always joke that my mom got married enough for me in the next six generations. Uh. <laughs> she was married nine times yeah. and she had eight wow. husbands. So I grew up knowing that traditional lifestyles are probably not going to be what made me happy but yeah. I really wanted to hope that that was like yeah. where happiness was going to be found and I experienced yeah. I experienced it and it was not where happiness was found and yeah. my mom was right like being a stay-at-home mom and a wife and a mother is not not everybody is going to be happy in that yeah. no. to the women that are oh, thank you so much right, because yeah. you're amazing and powerful and like your your beauty is so invaluable Shout to our society to you guys. yeah, yeah. But, Ah, not it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, even you, there are women who have, like, pushed babies out of their vaginas or got (laughs) them cut open, you know, and and take, but grown a human life. Like, that idea to me is the only reason I would ever want to have a kid is to actually experience that. It's pretty cool. But I don't want to... I like sleeping in. I like <laughs> making plans out of nowhere. I like having my 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 um, me time. Spontaneous trips to camp at five in the morning. You know, you can't do that with right. Children, you you know? know, you can't do that. It's and a twenty four seven job. It is. Well, and, it is. And, I, and I just to, like as a mother, um, speaking to like the bodily autonomy. Yeah. I miss the bodily autonomy, like that my body was always my own body. Right. Um, forever I know that there is a piece of my soul, like my entire existence walking around on the planet that I have zero control over. Right. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. And the social autonomy, um, <clears throat> there's very few places that I can go and um, not that for a long time there are very few places I could go and not be strictly identified as this individual's mother. Right. And that was, that was so compressing for me Interesting. in that that wasn't an identity that I ever wanted I wanted it to be a piece of my identity it's a piece of my identity that I'm really proud of and I'm okay with yeah but that that was my everything and my entire world was like encompassed around this other being's existence was terrifying I never wanted that my mom had described that feeling to me and being married and in being a mother and I never understood it yeah and she's right it's suffocating to not have any like social autonomy right and a social identity of your own that isn't directly tied to another person's existence absolutely it's not i do not recommend that piece of it um and no. may and my my 
thing with my friends that love being mothers and being stay-at-home mothers is they always look to me to be their piece of like it's okay to be a mom and want to have my own person and like go out and do fun things and not take my kids with me and I'm like right. you know you get to be your own person it's fine yeah no yeah. guilt right and there's also so much social stigma just surrounding any sort of negative portrayal of parenthood like you are forced to just put this happy face on all of it and like I mean there's some serious regrets from people that I know and like people who they love their kids and they're great parents but they're like, honestly, I, I wish I didn't do it, you know? And some of them don't have that, but some of them do. And that, that whole identity of like having regrets is, is unacceptable in any way whatsoever. And I feel like I combated that common thing with that in the early stages when I was super all about being a mom is that I did it. I did it with full vigor. I have zero regrets about the way that my daughter was her infancy, yeah. you know, so That's many awesome. parents look back and they're like, I wish I would have held them just a little bit longer. Not once in my life do I have a <laughs> single day that I'm like, I didn't hold her enough when I had my time to. Yeah. I know that every chance I ever had to be there and be with her and, you know, snuggle her to sleep every night yeah. until she was four years old. And people told me like, oh, it'll make her. Un-. No, it didn't do any. It didn't do any damage. Yeah. And now yeah. looking back as she's getting older, being apart from her and spending more time with her building her own identity and me building mine and you know just having this different kind of uh, like familial lifestyle yeah um there's no regrets on my end like we are strongly bonded forever and yeah. i'm okay with that so i don't look at my almost 10 year old and say oh i miss i wish i would have just held her a little bit longer i have <laughs> i have no i have no re- regrets about that and to any That's parent awesome. i always say no parent ever looks back and says, I wish I would have held my baby less. Like, yeah. nobody looks back and says that. <laughs> right. So, like, if people tell you to put your baby down, don't. Yeah. Just do it. Feel fuck them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> other people's opinions don't matter. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> they really don't, though. Fuck them all. Because, you know, even, it's funny because we will joke about it now even, too, because we've gotten to that point. We've just been asked so many times, you know, again, to, to have kids when we're going to have kids. Um, I've gotten to the point where I've joked a few times about setting up a GoFundMe page and as soon as it, it hits uh, a certain yeah. uh, amount, then we'll have kids. Um, or we're going to have them and then we're going to give it to you. You can raise it. You can pay for it. You can do, you know, what you want to do with this We'll be child. around. But like. Yeah, we'll, we'll be around. Um, so it's funny because, you know, we're kind of joking about it now. So I think that they're starting to get the hint, but they're also starting to realize that this is, this is a decision that we're making. You know, I think for a lot of my, like my mom and also his mom, it wasn't a decision. It wasn't something that you sat down and talked about. Do we want to do this? Do we want to weigh the options? No people, nobody did that, you know, or not, I don't want to say nobody, but our parents didn't do that, you know? That wasn't the norm, yeah. Right, that wasn't the norm. Um, So the fact that we're sitting down and weighing the options, that we're drawing up a budget, that we're calculating, you know, that we're really coming into this eyes wide open. Um, And to be honest with you, we're still very much on the fence. You know, some days we wake up and we're like, you know what? Yeah, let's fucking do it. And then some days, you know, most of the time we're at the grocery store and there's a kid throwing a tantrum and we look at each other and we're like, fucking never. (laughs) You don't have to deal with that. I don't want to do that. You know? So there's, again, and even having kids too, people tell us, oh, it's this love that you'll never fucking know. Uh, It's true. I'm not, I'm not going to like undermine that. It's, it's I can't imagine. It's, yeah, it's utterly terrifying. I I mean, like, there's a piece of me that wants to be like, it's so amazing. And like, it is, it is amazing. And I'm sure it is. Yeah. the most terrifying experience of your entire life and yeah. not not any piece of you gets to be yourself ever again. And that's that's the most terrifying yeah. thing. And I mean, be thoughtful about it. I wish I'd been a little more thoughtful, although I probably wouldn't have had the life experiences that I've had because of it. So it's always that. Right. Like, totally. Could, could I change it? Totally. No. no. Would I change it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's yeah. always that question though of the uh, you know the road not traveled and just yeah. like because my whole thing with life. Um, you know, I have a couple of goals that I want to accomplish, but like, I definitely want to experience life in its full. And I feel like parenting is such a big part of life and reproduction as a whole is like what we are. So we're only here right now because all of our ancestors made the decision to have kids or it was made for them or whatever happened, you know, that first cell split and we are that same spell, like all the way split down the line. So, so yeah, so I think there's that part of like continuing the human um, existence, but, or just existence in, in its entirety. But then there's also the idea of like, so there's genetic reproduction, but there's also, you know, the reproduction of ideas and thoughts and opinions and culture. And so, I mean, I feel like just in this podcast, in our interactions with the community, and maybe, uh, Chris has thought about being a teacher, you know, stuff like this, um, we can impact and, and reproduce in other ways, you know? There's so many different ways to leave a legacy, and yeah. offspring is not the primary pathway to that anymore. Yeah. yeah. I've always Absolutely. wanted to, like, grow up and whatever in my career I'm doing, I just want to help people and love people and move, like, our generations forward and, like, do good things. So I feel like that's also a really good way to, like, reproduce and, like, help people. Absolutely. Like, even if you're not physically reproducing with your body. Because yeah. I don't think I've ever really wanted to have children, although the idea is beautiful sometimes. Like, you guys say you wake up and you're like, oh, a little less running around yeah, be hella cute right, right now. I can make them scrambled eggs and shit. <laughs> like, that'd be really cool. But then it's yeah. like, I want to go to Peru to, like, study yoga or something one month and kind of hard to like do that it's like i have this little being and like well so it's good to like just spread creativity and ideas and love in other ways too so absolutely yeah yeah i mean that's beautiful yeah and i think that um yeah so being a parent it's it's not for everybody and i think that that's okay uh, yeah it's it's totally okay and i i always say that the women that and and men the, the people that love being homemakers are magic like they are so full of their own magic that's so much different than like the way that I live my life and people will be like you're so magical and I'm like I am but (laughs) did you know there's this woman that sits at home all day and she (laughs) makes cookies and she's so happy about it right she like knits blankets in her downtime like she's magic too and like my outgoing personality is yeah it's commanding but like dude there's somebody sitting at home that's like happy to be raising six children yeah. right now and she I, listens to her five-year-old story and this story goes nowhere for like five minutes <laughs> she's so into it and I she's a her. great audience like, yeah. yeah i mean yeah. that's powerful yeah and so i always i'm always very like feminist and like all but for me feminism is so much about the the choice of how you're gonna have your feminine power yeah and some of us find that in independence and some of us find it in lifelong partnerships and life you know like open partnerships and some of us find it in motherhood and dude wherever you find it take it yeah because you deserve it and absolutely that's, that's always my feeling if you're happy feminism. do it yeah you know do it yeah what was the question you were gonna get us started with i think oh yeah a starter question yeah. oh okay yeah i did let's, i thought of an icebreaker right last middle. night which was uh <laughs> interesting so it's optional you know feel free but i feel like you guys will go for it so uh we would go around the table and list our last three sexual partners and talk about like who they were why and any funny stories or anything oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mopti, are you start. announcing? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, I, I, I could go first. I can lead if you guys want. <laughs> okay, why don't you lead? Yeah. I have to find ways to describe these people without names. Sure. Uh, or there's no slander law in Washington, so you can yeah, just name no, them. It's, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's just um, I would prefer that people not know who I'm. Oh, understood. Yeah, yeah okay. So this is a small community. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I think I'll identify by zodiac signs. Okay, That's sure. That's my way of identifying. Okay. So. All right, Bree, ready. Well, ready. All right, so... 
I turned 21 on February 5th. Congrats. And, yes, thank you. thank you. And I met this friend, right? And we ended up, you know, hooking up and whatnot. And we had, like, really awesome sex. He was a Scorpio. Wow. So we ended up going roller skating the day after we hooked up on my birthday, which we had an awesome night karaoke, drinking downtown Olympia, bounced from, like, the Clipper, McCoy's, awesome bars. I first experience, very <laughs> awesome. And we went roller skating. My first time. I was on, what is it? Not the straight line skates, but like the four. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know the different names for those. But roller I was on. Roller skates versus roller blades. Roller yeah. skates, not the blades. Okay, true. So I was on those. And, you know, I was skating right, around. Try not to hit the table. Ooh, you're good. You're good. Sorry, sorry. Um, and I was skating around the rink and I couldn't make it without holding onto his arm for dear life Aww. because, yeah, I thought I was going to fall over and bust my head open on the floor <laughs> or something. So then we go to get water and I was skating on the carpet and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got this. I'm going to do it by myself. Uh, I'm going to skate to get water. So he takes off in front of me to go get water. And then I'm right behind him. I do like two strokes with my skates. And then I fall. And uh, I landed on my right ankle. Oh, no. And we ended up going back to his house. And I'm like, you know, it's cool. I'll just go to your house. You know, we're chilling. We're going to hang out and have fun. We ended up in the hospital. Oh, <laughs> And we watched Steven's Universe on YouTube until they finally called me in to tell uh. me my ankle was sprung. Gave me a brace and sent me back home. But nonetheless, this partner, like, super awesome, like, sex. So Scorpios and Aquariuses, like, we kind of butt heads, air, I think it's a fire sign. Scorpios? Water. Water. That's it. Water. So, I don't know. We kind of clashed a little bit. But the sex was super awesome and hot and intense yeah. and aggressive, like pick you up and fuck you on the wall kind of thing. So like, mm. I really enjoyed sex with that partner. And that was my, not this partner, the one before that, but my third last sexual partner. So that's my story to start off with. So super awesome, crazy story with the ankle. So Okay, so recapping. So met them just out and about. Oh, or a friend of a friend. a friend. Okay, friend of a friend. so okay. one of my best friends, which is actually my neighbor, super awesome girl. She, um, we went out to the reef, actually, where I met you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens at the so reef. So many stories happen oh at the God. reef. I meet so oh many God. people. We were playing that game, Frogger. We played Frogger in the booth. Uh, we were having drinks. And then, you know, we went bar hopping a bit, and we all ended up hanging out at my house. So that's kind of how that occurred. It was a super clicky situation, though. Like, it was magnetic. I was like, you know, this feels good. I'm going to do it. And so it was really nice. And it was nice for about a month. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're moving on. That was cool. A nice (laughs) little time in my life and experience. Very awesome. Passionate relationships tend to start passionately, right? Yes, yes. Of course, of course. Okay, so that was your third last sexual partner. Yes. How about the second last? Okay, so this guy, oh, this is the shortest one, let me tell you. So, in what way? Okay, 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 okay. He uh, was in the military. That was, a, that was a dick joke. Yeah, oh, yeah. in what way? Oh, my God. Uh, Anyways, so he was a prison guard, right? Okay. So he was in the military, you know, one of those guys that's just like, all right, let's get together and we're going to get married. Like, where are we going next? Oof. Like, let's go out. Let's like, let's have babies. And it's just like, whoo, slow down. This is the first date. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, like he was, he was pretty cool and everything. Just one of those guys. He was from Florida too. So I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. He is from Polk County, Florida, which is a few hours away. <laughs> but he just really thought it was cool to brag about the meth habits there. And I'm like, 
open eyes wide like oh cool dude like get away from me oh my god so like the only reason it lasted a few days is because you know he he would go down for a really long time so i'm like fuck <laughs> yes let's do it yeah. like i'm you like you didn't marry him and have his baby i know right, right? <laughs> like i didn't have to have sex with you him. gotta lock that tongue down <laughs> oh <Brie>. yes <laughs> So, okay, nonetheless, it was just a little too serious for me in the wrong direction. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut this off. Yeah. Yeah. Good decision making there. Thank you. Picking up on red flags, it should be yes. taught in school, I feel like. Because, exactly. like, there's these social red flags of, like, ooh, like, you don't know me. I could I could kill puppies for fun, exactly. like, you know, and you're trying to marry me. Like, I see that with dudes all the time. Like, they're so accepting of anything from a woman they're attracted to, you know? like. It so bad like i barely even knew him and like although he didn't say these words per per word it's still like the persona he gave off was just like oh hey baby like and i'm just like no i'm like oh get away he was serious <laughs> yeah too serious okay and then the most recent sexual partner you've had oh <laughs> this is a fun one mm-hmm. so he's the gemini <laughs> And I'm an Aquarius. We're both air signs because, you know, we're not going to say names. I'm just going to keep it zodiac appropriate here. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Like, I met him and we were just reading tarot cards, having wine one night. And I read his tarot and I read my tarot. And then we just ended up talking a lot. And I didn't want to, like, do anything with him yet. And I'm like, oh, you're kind of a cool friend. But he was super attractive. And when I first met him, I was just like, mm, I need you in my life like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> you're awesome. You're attractive. Uh, like, it was just an automatic connection. So then when we talked, like, it was like a magnetic field. And I'm just like, I kind of just want to kiss you. So I started kissing him. And I'm like, it just went on to that. So I feel like our sex was kind of like the Scorpio sex. It's like really aggressive and magnetized. And like, oh, we cool. click. So it's not like a forced thing. And I feel like that's bad when you feel like it's a chore to have sex. Like, I want people to be like open. <laughs> like, I want you to tell me what you like, what I like. Like, like yeah. let's have fun. Let's yeah. not make it like, oh, like missionary. Like, oh, if you nutted yet. Oh, I nutted. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, super air energy, though. Like, two air signs. Uh, it's more like a tornado, which is like not a powerful uh, force that people understand a lot. But air energy sexually is so interesting so i've never experienced yeah. that either so i was just like whoa this is a, like a, you said a tornado i'm just yeah. like oh okay let's do it like yeah. so super awesome so like i feel like i've had really great sex with him in a long time than i have with a lot of people so like i'm pretty content and happy we're still talking so hey. Ooh, kudos to Ooh. gemini friend a little crazy True. but i like it like, uh. <laughs> i'm a little crazy too so it's cool we're chilling yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome so you said that the sex was more aggressive yeah is yeah. that something that you, it was like set out before it just kind of rolled into that i feel like we finally got comfortable so like i mean it was a little aggressive at first like mm. hand around the throat thing but you never know how comfortable somebody is until yeah. like you maybe even talk about it in bed or whatever like oh hey he's like i don't want you to stick your finger in my butt yeah. but like i'm like you could stick yours in mine <laughs> <laughs> So it just got comfy, and I, uh, you know, we went to the sex store, bought some toys, and I was like, you know, that's the butt plug I want. Let's do it. And yeah. it just, it went on, and I'm like, yeah, okay. let's do this. So it's just, I feel like it's also important to keep things, like, spicy. Like, we were just having, like, this, not even bland sex, but it wasn't, like, no cayenne pepper <laughs> sex. Like, yeah. I needed some spice uh, in my 
my life. So I'm like, let's go to the sex store. And we got just a butt plug can spice up your sex life, guys. Yeah. Anybody listening, yeah. go buy a butt plug if your relationship's dull. Go do it. Yes, go just do, do it. it. Just spice it up. It's okay. <laughs> There's never enough butt plugs in your sex bag. See? <laughs> I would recommend um, so something that I, that works. <laughs> 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 something that us. that has worked previously for myself personally in in relationships i've been is using condoms with butt plugs oh, i would recommend ooh, it really yeah if you haven't you need to do that I especially haven't. if you're thinking about using it with multiple partners or with yourself and oh, your yeah. partner like yeah. yeah just keep it clean throw a condom on that guy oh, yeah. and it's just like sex yeah toys if, you're, if you're sharing yeah. with anybody always yeah for sure and just you could even like use the cheap ones for that, you know. Yeah. I've recently been introduced to the world of uh, premium condoms, like better than mm-hmm. just your bottom dollar <laughs> condom. I've always looked Whoa, at them like a commodity, condoms. just like here's a bowl of condoms, you know, and they all cost like ten cents each, you know, or something like that. But apparently, there's like a next level of condom that like yes. is just like a smoother feel and like everything's better. And just I feel like the world needs to know. I'm trying to get the word out yeah, there. Yeah, no, super, it's super I'll valuable. Have to try it. So many different <laughs> textures and sensitivity levels and different types of lubricants and spermicides that are available at this point in our generation. Like, dude, let's have sex, but let's be smart and safe about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And smart, safe sex can be fun. And personally, super, I think has been the most fun in my life. It, well, it takes off a lot of like social stigma too I feel like yeah, in this right. weird way of like I've been in open relationships where I'm like I don't really care if you fuck other people but you do have to wear a condom if you fuck other Rules, people yeah. like that's Absolutely. my hard rule like if you want to be in a relationship we're gonna wear condoms when we have sex with other people that's just straight up yeah. that's rule number one and when I was younger people would always be like you let him have sex with somebody else I'm like well if he's gonna do it at least wear a condom like yeah. I'm done like fighting and worrying about if he's gonna have sex with somebody else right. I'm just gonna establish what my boundary is there yeah I'm in like a monogamous yeah. partnership like we're not together but like we're sleeping together and I feel like this you is know, Gemini Gemini this okay. is Gemini so like we talked about it and I'm just like okay well you know we have sex without condoms because you know non-condom sex is awesome we yeah. all know anyways yeah. you know if you're being safe about it as safe as you can be without one anyways and I'm like well if you were to have sex with anyone else like at least respect me talk to me yeah. let me know and as long as you're using protection and we're not like, you know, doing anything wrong. Safe sex is the best sex. Like you said, it could be some of the greatest yeah. sex you have. And I feel like it's good to just like be on the same page like you're saying. Yeah. If you're going to do it, then just be safe about it. Yeah, so absolutely. we're all being safe. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like Rules that. and boundaries. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, so then when you talked about the more aggressive sex, that was following, you know, a comfort phase and like conversations about your wants and his wants yeah. and stuff. Okay. So like it was really a thing where he's like, well, just tell me what you want. I'm like, well, we just started having sex. I don't want to That's scare tough. you yeah, off yeah, by yeah. telling <laughs> you to do like these weird things, you know? And yeah. it's like, I don't want you to like, like bent over do you want me to tell like, you what you want to hear? Like, exactly. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was just a really a tiptoey subject for a second because I was like cool well how far can I go like how far do I not go right it's like a boundary thing almost I don't want to scare anybody off (laughs) but one night I had I was wine drunk wine drunk's my favorite drunk (laughs) 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 or rum drunk I've gotten some pretty fun nights on rum drunk too so that's awesome but nonetheless nonetheless I was just like you know fuck it we're gonna do this tonight and I was like choke me harder and I'm like smack my butt more harder I called him a pussy because (laughs) Uh, I was like, don't be a pussy. 
see, I was just out there and I didn't want to be rude, but I was just like wine drunk. And I'm like, all right, listen, we're going to do this. I love Let's it. Do it right. I feel the I need. So going into dad mode for a second for the audience. <laughs> so choking is is very dangerous. You know, it can go zero to 60. And, and even if you aren't applying so much pressure, the windpipe can close and you can have uh, an emergency on yeah. your hand. So Please do your I research. would not recommend recreational choking. Um, you know, there are other things you can do that aren't like breath play so like you know in terms of like uh so me and chris for instance we uh we enjoy applying uh you know a hand to the neck is good as as just kind of like a leverage point but also as like a way to just kind of uh add some intensity to sex and Mm -hmm. and you can also do things like there are spots that you can squeeze that don't affect breath at all Uh so i would recommend yeah doing some research i need to look into that because my thing is just like um when i go to have anal it's like I want to be hurt to where it's not like as bad when it's inserted. So I'm like, yeah, choke me a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's equal deflection. pain. It's a deflection. Exactly. Yeah, yeah deflection interesting. Point. So maybe I should find new so ways. So your thing isn't really days, the breath play side of it. Like it is. Having somebody control your, okay. It is. It's kind of like both. So sure. like I really like it, but then like it's like when I know there's going to be more pain in like my rear end, I'm like, kind of subside that like she said deflect it yeah yeah so um but like you said sometimes the next day my chest hurts and i'm like (gasps) and and it's maybe a little dangerous like you said dad mode over there i'm like (laughs) definitely definitely it should not be hurting the next day if it hurts like an hour later that's maybe acceptable but um, we're talking about the anal or the neck the neck (laughs) honestly yeah yeah too often people try to have porn anal sex and i'm not prejudging whatever your experience is but but you have to like Porn uh, has this way of like showing anal, and it's like the last hour of it. Yes, That's, yes. Dude, they don't show hours, the prep. There were they don't three show hours the enema. building up they to that show. experience. Oh, totally. like, yeah. I promise. <laughs> like so the weeks of getting it. used to it. Well, yeah. and like it's definitely a muscle, and there's training, but like there's yeah. so much involved. Right. To like, if you want to do it, it's yes, yeah. do it, but make sure you do your research and are safe and like train yourself because yeah. it can get really dangerous if somebody well, it, takes it's like somebody watching the nba and then yeah. they go out to play basketball and they're like oh i'm just gonna throw slam dunks all day you yeah. know that's what no, that's what you do for basketball yeah. 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 yeah probably yeah like yeah and so i feel like so many uh women or men you know have bad experiences with with anal and and with uh butt pleasures because they try to go for the varsity level moves from the beginning you know <laughs> yeah. that doesn't work out yeah there was a drunk night where said person <laughs> accidentally <laughs> we're having sex, like, you know, whatever, we're getting down and dirty, and, like, we weren't having anal or anything, but they stabbed me in my butt. Oh, no. Not once, but twice. This no. is a wrong hole incident? Wrong hole incident. And, like, so, like you said, varsity playing, like, yeah. you can't just stab it in right. there. Yeah. So, it, it really hurt my ass, like, oh the next yeah. was bleeding, God. it was Oof. so bad. No. So, like, I don't recommend anyone out there listening. Don't. No, no varsity level. Play with it a little yeah, bit. Counterclockwise. Clockwise. And anal. like, especially like, especially if you're up. with somebody and like, <laughs> you've, you've had anal and then they try it without like. All the prep. Yeah. And I don't like, it's not like a lot, but dude, like, fair warning. Give me a heads up. Yeah. Like, unless if we've been at it for like three hours, tell me <laughs> we're going to change. Right. Like, just give me a, just give me a heads up. Yeah. So I'm prepared. Because if you start right away, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's over. All of it's done. Everything is turned off now. <laughs> and it's happened before. I'm like, nope, we're done. And they're yeah. like, you're, you're really done. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. No, we're done. I'm like, okay. and I'm like, it's so not my problem. Yeah. I'm now off. Final buzzer. <laughs> Game off. Went off. Yeah. Um, and I Oops. mean, maybe that's just the, the benefit of being the like the outgoing, independent person I am that I'm comfortable enough yeah. being like, that's a no. Yeah, sorry. Hard I'm back. done. That's important. I feel like it's important to say no, though. Yeah. Like, you should know. Absolutely. Like, you shouldn't feel pressured to be like, 
to well, keep going. Sure. Always, like, no, tell I always them. feel like my boundaries are so big that if I'm saying no, right. it's like a hard no. <laughs> a hard yeah. ass no. That's a, like a no. Yeah. It's just, and it, I'm, I don't owe anybody an explanation, mm. and I'm not going to give anybody an explanation. I love that because, like, oh, there's so many times where I feel like I owe somebody an explanation, and my brain's just like, it's your body. no, you don't have to explain anything. This is your life. Yeah. You're living in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing a physical experience with somebody does not mean that I owe them any kind of explanation for my body's experience. Indeed, indeed. Period. Never. So why don't we um, segue over to your... Uh, my last, uh, so my it. last three. My last three. So do you want to go with like the last third or do you want to start with the, the last? Um, the, so I will start with the uh, the third last because this okay. is actually the reason that I was at the reef when I met you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, so I met this individual um, through... A series of hilarious events where I was not exceptionally kind to them mm-hmm. um, because they were interfering with my with my like with my night out. And uh, yeah. first time I met them, I told they told me the definition of a word, and I looked at them and I said, "Yeah, I can fucking read. I know what the word means." And <laughs> to Intense. be fair, it's it's a it's a pretty uncommon word, but it just has like basic Latin roots, so it's pretty easy. I'm not gonna say the word because that would definitely. Um, describe the person okay <laughs> um and the second time I met them I was talking to the woman that they were with who's a friend of mine mm-hmm. and they complimented my shirt and I turned and snapped on him and said you're not fucking cool enough to like the same music as me why are you talking <laughs> savage um, like, I don't fucking know this person like why the fuck are you talking to me I have nothing you have nothing of value to offer me yeah Ew, go away yeah <laughs> And like I didn't know this person, and like you're on a, you're out with a female friend of mine. Like I'm zero, right, I have zero interest right. in like interacting with you. Like right, I'm right. not competing with other women. Like don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. And um, she introduced him again. And I was like, cool, nice to meet you. And he's like, yeah, we met. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so a couple days later, like I really don't. Like I have I enough. It. I have enough partners. Like I have enough people in my life. Like I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Um. And then the third time I met him, I was sitting by myself, perfectly content, being uh, being alone and, and doing my stuff. And he came over and he sat down next to me. We started a nice conversation. Like, he actually, like, had a conversation with me. And I was like, he's like, oh, no, we've met before. And I was like, oh, <laughs> really? Tell me about the times we've met. And he was oh. like, well. And he tells me. And I was like, I remember those incidents. Did not recall that they were you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, my bad. And he was like, no, you're really cool. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I, like, I divulged it. Like, we have a... Uh, a lot of mutual friends mm. and so that came up in topic really right. fast uh, because the mutual friends we have are people that we all know <laughs> and in that conversation I divulged that I had been in a long-term relationship with somebody that he knew oh, okay. and um, he was like oh yeah I never really liked the guy and I was like yeah that's kind of what everybody says and yeah. you know I divulged <laughs> a lot of information about that former relationship and yeah. at this point he mentioned that he was going through a separate through a breakup yeah. but he kind of didn't like elaborate <clears throat> uh and so he asked me to hang out with him the next day. And I was like, yeah, for sure, man. So we hang out. We run into a bunch of mutual friends. And somebody asks him about his separation and if all of his stuff was out of his former partner's house. And, like, I caught their name, but I didn't, like, catch who it was. Yeah. And they kind of still didn't divulge, like, the whole thing. And so um, I ended up – we ended up fooling around a little bit. It wasn't – you know, it was fine. Um, I have this super hard, like, because I, I don't – I'm not interested in like looking for my life partner and I'm just like 
building relationships with people. Yeah. I do feel it's really valuable for me to be comfortable with them on a social level and yeah. like on like an interacting level. So I won't have sex with somebody the first time I meet them. Um, and I used, I mean, not like any judgment to people that I, I've done it. Yeah. Um, but it's not my preferred method of interaction with people yeah. because yeah. like I'm not. If I'm gonna have a one night stand, I'm not gonna do it in the town that I live in. <laughs> like I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not not with this. Like this town's just too small and, and shit gets too messy, <laughs> too fast, and yeah. Um. So the third day, uh, he asked me to hang out, and I was like, Ah, oh, dude, I was really just trying to stay in. And he was like, No, come out. You know, like I'll, I'll meet you. Blah blah blah. And so I said to my friends that I'm staying with in Olympia. Um, Hey, she's like, well, who are you going to go stay? And I, I said his name, and she came back with his last name and then gave me who he had been <clears throat> married to. Oh. And that person that he had been married to is somebody that I know that a lot of mutual friends know. Yeah. And he kind of left that out of the hanging Oof. out with me. And there was – so there was a big, like, social structure thing for me there where I was like, you know, it's pretty valuable, and me hanging out with you is a pretty big risk to, like, right. me being myself and, like – Maybe give me a heads up next time. Yeah. yeah. So, That's not cool. Um, I mean, we continued to hang out a little bit. And then at one point <laughs> he decided that, and like, so we had, we, we've had sex, like, I don't know, a couple of times and, and the sex was fine. Is I it mean, good? Is it good sex? It was good, good enough sex. I mean, like sex is pizza, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's still pizza. Like, I mean, it was fine. If it's cold or hot, it's and, good. <laughs> and it was, it was a different type of experience than I've had recently. So it was kind of refreshing. Like it was a little like softer and gentler than I used to. Yeah. And mm. more foreplay, which I was, see. which was kind of nice. Mm. Like, yeah, I hadn't yeah, yeah. had that in a while. Like sometimes it's kind of nice to switch it up and like yeah. have lots of foreplay. I mean, like the first three times anything happened it was just making out and I was like I'm not gonna have sex and he was like I'm totally okay with that and so I felt like he'd really put a lot of energy into like making me feel comfortable and being yeah. my friend only for him to uh come back with that I was getting too serious Ooh. and I was like oh honey what um <laughs> honey Aww. oh honey no um <laughs> no just because I asked you if you wanted to hang out doesn't mean that I didn't ask for other people if they wanted to nah. hang out like yeah, honey. And I was legitimately just asking if you wanted to like hang out and like grab yeah. a beer. It wasn't like, let's get together. <laughs> this isn't like, like a hey you up. <laughs> yeah, no, this is like, you know, like I get off work and I'll text like four people to see if anybody's yeah. like hanging yeah. around or like. I like that move. And, um, and maybe I'll hang out with all four of you at the same time. And like, that's fine. Right, like, yeah. Trust me. Y'all know each other. Um, right. <laughs> like, let's all hang. It's okay. And uh, I love it. And um, he decided that I was getting too serious. And then. Um, we had sex like one last time a week ago and it was it was good. Um, I was super embarrassed that I was hanging out with him and because he'd been kind of a jerk and I was like hanging yeah. out with him mostly because I was like, I do like hanging out with him. Like we always have a good time. And he's really nice. Like he'd always make me coffee in the morning and like it, it's fine. It's just this social like there were some social yeah. constructs and then I yeah. ran into him uh, and he I saw him and I said hi and I waved, but he was out with somebody else and like completely ignored my existence. Mm. So I texted him like after he left. Oh, I was like, yeah, it was good worst. to see you. It was good to see you too. And then about an hour later, one of our mutual friends was like, you're not seeing him, are you? And I was like, no, what's up? Yeah. And she gave me a bunch of details and I was like, heard. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not seeing yeah, him. Yeah, definitely and, not. Um, and so when I texted him like, yo, wow, dude. And he sent me back a message the next day. He's like, this is getting too awkward for me. You're way too attached. And I don't like where this is going. And I was like, yeah, I warned you about that because you didn't tell me who you used to be married to. Yeah. So the sex was good, but not worth the social. Like, 
I'm not I'm not into social trauma. How crazy. Like I've got enough emotional traumas. I don't no, need social traumas. And um yeah, so that was kind of uh funny. And then um the funny uh So is that the most recent That partner? is the third most third recent most partner. Okay. Um the second most recent partner is uh, a friend of mine that I've known since for a long time since I was in a long-term committed monogamous relationship and they were friends and um, we, me and him have always been friendly. Um, we have no like romantic interactions. It's purely uh, like social and sex for us. Like we don't even hang out individually. Like I don't think I've ever texted this person like, yo, you want to grab a beer? Yeah. That's just not, that's not how our friendship works. Yeah. And I think we're both pretty okay with it. Um, we've definitely had some interesting like explain yourself things like, yeah. Like where we've had to like where people ask us questions. Well, ask me. I don't know about his experience with it. Um, but what's interesting is this specific person has a very strong dominant persona. Um, uh, he's very well liked and he's very popular and he's a really nice guy. Like I don't have any like complaints about him. Um, but I'm he's sorry. A nice I just guy. <laughs> like, he's he's no he's like he's like the guy that he's like unassuming and like yeah. But he. Um, I'm sorry. Does he does he look like a normal guy, or do you know that he's like not by looking at him? Like you know by by looking yeah. at him that he's not like well he's. So I want to try and guess who it is. Yeah, but not I'm on not, air. I'm gonna wait till not on air. air. Yeah, yeah. Not on air. Um, Can not, I text not, you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, not recording. I don't even know if you know this person. But, um. Right. Um. So, the thing is, is that he <laughs> has his own and and from what I I don't know like we don't talk about it. He just. For whatever reason, every time we're together, he's like, I know this is a weird thing to ask for, but can I ask for this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm into it. Yeah. And um, so he's very, like, experimental with me. Ooh. And I'm always like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, it's nothing. None of it's been new for can me. Can ask yeah. what he asked for? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, kind of like sure. Yeah, so he's, yeah. super, he's super into um, receiving anal, like, super oh, into it. Wow. But we never, like, prep for it, so I never have, like... A selection of toys for him to choose from yeah. and i'm like ah dude i could do so much more if we like prepared for right this. yeah tell like, trust me. me like i'm so good at this yeah, tell me. um and uh and it's funny i always joke that like the bigger they are the harder they fall um <laughs> when it comes to like being dominated like whoa dude oh, like I really big it. scary tough guys yeah they wow. beg for it right? <laughs> beg. Yeah. Beg. that's always yeah, the one right they they don't do. expect. like if they're really big <laughs> they and scary it. yeah they really need something in their butt like yeah. <laughs> i don't know why but they do and they love it I, and um uh, i had this bisexual ex just a little side story mm-hmm. and he was into obviously <laughs> bisexual so he's into anal so he was always like you know ready for stuff like that and i just I, we never had the opportunity for me to do anything with him but like I was always interested in how it would be like. Oh, so no, it's yeah. interesting hearing your I'm point like, of view. I'm, I'm so excited it. to finally get to peg this guy someday. Like, I cannot uh, wait. Like, yes! Like, it's going to be so good. Going to be a Pegasus. Yes. He, um, he's also really, like, like the other night we were hooking up, and um, I happened to have two pairs of the exact same pair of panties. So we both wore them while oh we had sex. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I was like, is that weird? I thought no. it was so no. fucking hot, though. Yeah, I was like, dude, we're wearing the same pair of, like, yeah, works, the greatest. we're wearing the same exact pair of underwear. I bang. Like, <laughs> and he was like he was like I'm into this and I was like me too and he always like yeah. he borrows my clothes all the time and then I'm like yo I need to get those clothes back and, like, he's like, like, and I'm like also those are my clothes and everybody knows those are my clothes uh, like, very distinctive like articles of clothing and then I'm like dude if you're seen out wearing that yeah everybody will know that's yeah, so please don't that's like your letterman's jacket <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, we don't do that like we don't, we don't wear my clothes in public yeah um so how funny 
funny. So it's weird because it's a very fun. like, ca- and then the other thing that he asked for, which I actually thought was kind of funny, because um, I'm significantly smaller in stature than this individual <laughs> uh, by like a foot yeah. <laughs> and uh, probably like, I don't know, 100 pounds ish. Yeah. Um, they requested like, and this is so like the joke that I always make uh, is like the uh, the Klingon cuddle pile where he was like, do you think maybe you could like. We could like go lay down on the couch and you could spoon me and just like stroke Aww. my hair. Aww. And I was like, that's what you need right now? And he's like, no, 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 Yes. And not Tell not me. sexual at all. Okay, that would have been funny. But. No, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But no, we have actually me and that person oh. have, have a very um, different bond that's very like based on like just sharing emotional traumas the very first yeah. time we met. Yeah, that's a whole different okay, kind of funny. relationship. Um, no, this person I've uh, no. Um, but back to the spooning. That yeah. So he did, he, but he like didn't want to spoon in bed. He wanted to like go lay down on the couch and have me hold him. And I was like, he's like, I just feel like you're the only person that's like strong enough to make this feel good. And I was like, Wow. Weird ass. So like, I'm so it much is. smaller than you, and Aww. you're so big and scary. This is so weird. He was like, I just feel so small in your. Yeah, <laughs> like really, he does. He's always like that. He's like, he's like, I just feel really like comfortable asking you for things. And I was like, I've so I've started funny. to notice because you're very comfortable with me and like. That's awesome. So, like, definitely, um, he's way, and it's, I mean, it's cool for me. He's, like, eight years younger than me, so that's always, like, a thing where I'm, like, eh, like, I'm definitely, like. Derek's eight years younger than me. I, I always feel <laughs> like I'm, like, the, like, the sex expert when I have sex with people uh, that are younger than me. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, back to the third to last guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We should something out. So, Jumping so condom like sex, it. right? Like, you have sex using condoms. Um, when you aren't like it should be the default yeah it really is and so um me and like i have particular individuals that i choose not to because we have a strong relationship right. outside right. of right. South, outside of sex yeah but that third to last person um we use condoms and that's fine like yes please and thank you yeah except for like he didn't understand how to properly use condoms mm. What? <laughs> Ooh. Wait, what? So he blew it up like a balloon and tried to slide <laughs> it over his peener. Yeah. <laughs> if you're strictly using condoms to prevent um, transmission of STDs, yes. um, participating in unprotected or undamped oral sex is a risky behavior. Yes. And so if that's your primary concern is to avoid STDs, mm. you have to be using other right. precautions. Right. That's one. So he didn't know that. And I had to be like, yeah, if your primary objective of using condoms is to avoid trans- like STD transmissions, yeah. we should be using another like barrier method. Can and I, he was like... So was this for him receiving or for you receiving? For, him, for me receiving. Like, okay. he was he was more concerned about it than I was. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm always concerned, but like... By the time that we had engaged in sexual intercourse, I had his full sexual history. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is a big like, part of it. Like, yeah. And not just from him. Like, I even had, like, yeah. the rumored sexual history. Because people, like, <laughs> things trickle into me. Like, right. I, I gather information around Her me. Her web of secrets. Right? <laughs> and like so, strange. like, I was... I, and um, the reason this came up was because um, if you're having, like, vaginal and penis sex... Uh, once they ejaculate, they need to remove immediately and not stick around for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or anytime. Right. For and the deflation so, period. <laughs> and I. Yeah, because it seeps so out. So I didn't realize that he had um, climaxed. Yeah. And he was still, and I went to like, and he was like, oh, let me change condoms. I was like, wait, hold on. 
you didn't remove yourself and he was like i didn't know that was a thing and i was like oh my god and <laughs> that's like, how condoms get lost up in there and so for like I sat up and I was like sheer panic and like, dude, are you this stupid? <laughs> you, you, you literally didn't know. Uh, and, uh, okay. And because yes, I literally sat up and I was like, are you this stupid? Yes. <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm not stupid. I just thought that like this is, and I was like, he's like, I was always just told like, as long as you put a condom on, I was like, well, first of all, <laughs> if your primary objective is to avoid STDs, like we've already exchanged oral sex. So like right. STD avoidance is already like no yeah, out the window. And, I was, like, and if you're using it as your primary like birth control, like good on you for trying. But luckily I'm, I'm covered on my own right. end. Like I'm Otherwise. good. Otherwise you're doing it wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> but like also I'm not going to trust my, like my fertility to drunk men. Like that's just never going yeah. to do that. Like, I've always made sure that I'm covered on my end because uh, men are dumb. Yes. No offense, but. That's good. No, that's. I agree just, like, I, I trust myself on this one, and I'm not going to trust, like, a man's <laughs> use of a condom for this exact reason. Like, yeah. I didn't know that they You climaxed. never know. And I'm like, you're stupid. And so, like, then we sat up, and, like, I panicked. I was like, I'm going to leave. And he's like, no, don't leave. You're really upset. And I was like, you're really stupid. <laughs> and he's like, well, I just was taught, like, if you, if you as long as I put a condom on, I'm safe. I'm like, yeah, you're safe from everything that can affect you. Right. But, I mean, if I was relying on you as my contraceptive, you're completely ineffective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly. And then he, like, panicked. And I could see it wash over his face. And I was like, you've been doing this all wrong your whole life. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. Goodness. And he was like. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god. You're so, and he was like, why didn't anybody ever tell me? And I literally looked at him and I'm like, you're super drunk. Dude. And I looked at him and I was like, the fucking patriarchy, man. The fucking patriarchy. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you protected yourself enough and that's all you're responsible for doing. And now you have any cop out. Like, if a girl ends yeah. up pregnant, right. like you have your cop out. Like, I used right. a condom. I'm right. fine. Right. And I was like, you're just being, you're just like holding into your like cishet white male like power in the patriarchy. Good job. Yeah. And then he was super upset. He was like, I don't want you to feel that way. And I was like, you're stupid. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> um, and so that was, yeah, that, that was a really funny. So that was back to number three. That was three. That was, yeah. that was okay, three. Okay. okay. Um, number two. So then two, yeah. He, um. The Spooner. The Spooner, yeah. It's Let's call him the Spooner. I think that's the Spooner. So the Patriarch, the Spooner. <laughs> yeah, the Spooner. And then um, we'll go ahead and... I kind of can't even call him that. Um, God, what can I call him? I don't know. He's... Uh, He's he's the uh, I found I met a guy at the reef actually. So <laughs> the funny, reef. So funny everything enough, happens at the reef. Everything, everything does. So uh, we're gonna name this episode "Everything Happens at the Reef." Everything happens should. at the reef. Yeah, yeah. because um, <laughs> definitely met guy number two at the reef, and guy number three has um, a strong social ties to the reef. Uh, sure. And, uh, yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is rough. So. Um, I was actually there kind of avoiding conversations. Actually, guy number three texted me while I was there during this particular uh -huh. evening, oh. um, <laughs> to tell me that things are too weird. And I was like, <laughs> to project but, his own feelings. Right? On <laughs> like, yeah, things are super weird because we know all the same people, jackass, but whatever. Because um, he withheld info from you. Yeah, I'm like, you, you withheld it. You're the one who made it weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you hadn't withheld that, like, I would have established like way stronger boundaries in the beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so I was there with a good friend of mine who I don't think you I don't think you guys know him, um, but he uh, I've known him for years, which we actually have a great like first meet story. Uh, I woke up with him in my bed one morning, <laughs> but 
my partner yes. was in my bed too. Oh. Um, and we were all fully clothed. Yeah. Oh. And I went to take my pants off and my boyfriend at the time grabbed me and he was like, no, leave your pants on. There's another man in our bed. And I was like, uh. what the hell do you mean there's another man in our bed? Like, what did you do last night? And it turns out that they just like, they were best friends. I grew up together. Uh, and okay, that's he sweet. was crashing and like, yeah. it yeah. wasn't a big deal. But yeah, like, yeah. But that, that's your first meeting of somebody. Right, yeah. You're like, so are we are we best friends or we're like yeah what are we doing then and so we just kind of decided from like day one like we're best friends and we hang out and he's super cool so we were chatting and like we had like kind of like a rotating like cycle of people like sitting down with us and there was a very large party in the corner full of people i knew and i was like "Eh, hey guys but i'm gonna sit over here and i mean like i can be in the big party but um sometimes it's a little like draining and also like playing the social like playing into everybody's social roles gets kind of like challenging where I can just like sit and be with a friend and you know, we're just making small talk about whatever. So me and him were talking about um, serving and bartending and just like life experiences living in Olympia. He was born and raised here and there's kind of this guy sitting off behind my right shoulder and I'd never seen him before which is like big bonus points if you're an Olympian. I've never seen you before. Like, she who, because, yeah. wow, yeah. very rare. We we just talked about how I was a bartender at a yes. private event for you. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. um, months ago. That's crazy, yeah. Um, So it's very rare that I meet somebody that I have no. Like Chris, no you, you tipped. Right? I met her before she <laughs> you met you. Did you drop, you put some in the tip jar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, we started chatting, and... He mentioned that he wasn't from Olympia and he hadn't really been around. And like when he comes to Olympia for work, he just likes to go to the reef. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, this is kind of like this is everybody's default, as you can plainly see <laughs> by the 40 people piled up in the corner. Right. Yeah. And he's like, and I was like, well, where else have you wanted to check out? And he's like, well, I really wanted to check out um, the crypt, which if you know the crypt is right. the crypt, man. Yeah. You got to check out the crypt. Yeah. I've never the been crypt. there. Yeah. And I love taking people to the crypt for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Because like. Do you set the expectation or do you just bring them? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you just bring them. So I yeah. tell them that they have the best craft cocktails in town because they really oh, do. Oh, my yeah. God. What kind of cocktails? Craft. Craft. So, um, so like unique flavors. Craft mac and, like, and cheese. They're like candles. <laughs> like they're, they're just, they really do. And like I. Yeah. I don't order them during the night, but like definitely during the afternoon. Yeah. If they're, they're like, slow, get their mixology hat on. Yeah. And I love, I mean, as a bartender, like a person that's experienced with bartending, like I love watching people like excited about their craft and that does excite them too. Is like, yeah. to, like have the time to get to do that. So um, I turned to my friend Corey and I was like, yo, he's never been to the crypt. You want to take him? Mm. And he's like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so we all walked down there together. And like at this point, um, new guy is so <laughs> not, uh, like not being like flirt. I mean, like he's flirtatious, but in like the same way that my friend is being towards right. me, like <laughs> yeah. like silly and goofy, and um, it was all fine. And no then, sexual energy. Yeah, no, that. like well, and like I mean, I feel like sexual energy is in everything. So <laughs> I don't want to say like no sexual energy, yes. but no like uncomfortable levels. Um, for me, something like that's a really huge turnoff in interacting with someone. Yeah, is when the only phrase they can come up with to say to me is, "Wow, you're so pretty." I'm like, Oof. "Yeah, I have a mirror. Don't be stupid." Yeah. <laughs> this is like this is a quantifiable experience. Yeah, so, like I'm well aware. Thank you so much for like yeah. you can do, you have op- this gift of observation. Good job. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> um, it's and which has like been the downfall of a lot of people's experiences with me is I'm just like, dude, you gotta come up with something better. Yeah, yeah. like I'll call people amazing or sexy or handsome, but I'm like, I can't call you these same three things. I I gotta switch oh, yeah. it up a bit. Like well, yeah. you gotta yeah. keep it interesting. Well, give me something more. Like it's there's materialistic like, too. In yeah. that level. Like, and there's so many other cool your appearance things has value. Yeah, <laughs> like cool. We know that. But like, what about all the crazy shit that I say and do? Yeah. Like, isn't that way more entertaining? Like, yeah. I think so. I really think it's beautiful when people 
like compliment your personality and who right. you are. Like, oh, you have a nice giggle. Like I was at the reef yesterday with my friend Lisa, my friend Lisa and Matt, and like they're super cool people. And he goes, yeah, there's this one guy, and he was talking about him. And he's like, oh, and he has a really nice giggle. And we all just started laughing because it's uh, like that's such an admirable thing to like about right, somebody is their yeah, giggle yeah. that it makes you feel good. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, and that's <laughs> what I liked about this guy is um. And then he had never, like I said, he's not from Olympia, and he's just in town on business. He's, I don't, does whatever he does. Uh, I, I mean, I know, but yeah, that's a little, that's a little deep. So, um, tell us he, what he does. <laughs> so he, what is his address? His security number. Okay, so, so it's kind of nice because he lives in Seattle, so he's not cool. from here. So, like the social that's barriers nice. that I, the social barriers that yeah, I usually yeah. have to put up in like getting to know somebody, I don't have to right. do with him. So, That's like, awesome. if we nice. want to be affectionate in public, I'm okay with that because I know that no ex-girlfriend is going to have crappy things to say about me. So and free. I know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really nice. And um, so the when uh, my friend that I'd been with was like, hey, are you okay with the colonizer? Because <laughs> my friend is Native American and we had talked about colonization and, like, yeah. how he was, like, the sole white person and, like, yeah. this pack, like, because there's, like, yeah. me and my friend and we're both brown and, like, and this, like, <laughs> new guy is white and he's, like, and my friend texts me, he's, like, Hey, I need to go home. Are you okay with the colonizer? He seems cool, but you know, colonizers. And I, was yeah. like, I was like, Yeah, no, he's fine. Aww. He's like, he's not like crazy touching her. And I was like, No, no, he's fine. It's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so we shared an Uber home uh, back to my. I, I had to take an Uber to my place, and he went back to his hotel. And he was like, Hey, I'd really like to see you again. Let's do the Facebook thing. And I was like, Well, we talked about vomiting because Facebook somebody, friends first. Yeah, and so he mentioned. Um, yeah, because then you can like find out all the information. Right. Yeah. Which he actually did a ton of research on me, and I did like two swipes on him, and I was like, uh, Like I'm. I'm so out. like. Yeah, like I'm just not like. Yeah, and I, I do a checkout to like make sure that everything they said right. was like seems true, and I'm yeah. like, All right. <laughs> Because if people dig on me, like, whoa, you're going to get some deep stuff. Like, I've had Facebook for, like, 16 years now. So, like, there's some stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, pretty much it's almost as long. Yeah, like, you could, you could go back to the core. Far. There's a couple presidential campaigns in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've had a lot of conversations. Yeah. I've had a lot of, like, social swings and, like, um, definitely different life experiences that happened yeah. via Facebook. So, yeah. Uh, please don't dig through my Facebook ever. <laughs> What's your name on Facebook? <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. If you're listening. Just go back four years. Four yeah, years yeah. Four years is good. Four years is good. Okay, four four years years is good. okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Well, there's nothing embarrassing. It's just like really, really intense. Yeah. I um, so we met up for vomiting and I had to work and he got there and he was there. But he, everything like like up to this point, I've been so unreliable and just so completely random. I'm like, sorry, I'm running 15 minutes late. And I had warned them. I was like, I'm always late. Yeah. I'll be there. And it's not because I'm disrespectful. It's just because like shit gets away from me. And I have like yeah. I like I'm on the bus right now. So like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll be there. I yeah, promise. Kind like, of beholden to a transit system. Well, that, yeah. and like, I'm always 15 minutes behind. Yeah. And like, my mom me would too. always tell me when I was younger that it's like a power trip, like to always be late. And I was like, you know what, though? That's why I do it. Um, I'm not. And I never think about it like that. Like, I always feel so embarrassed when I'm late that I'm yeah. like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just suck. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then we didn't have a. No, we totally had sex that night. <laughs> it was great. I was like, wait, we did. We did. And it was great. It was like, was um, it? yeah. I mean, it was super vanilla. Did he like things in super his butt? Vanilla. No, he did. <laughs> he did not. not this guy. Um, he did not. 
Uh, he did not ask for things in his butt, at least. I okay. mean, maybe he will. Like, we're, we're still building that comfort I level. See. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've only hung out three so times is this, now. So uh, the previous and current? Uh, this is the most recent. I okay. Mean, <laughs> I'm not joking. Those last three were all in the past week. Uh, oh, that's all right. So a week ago Saturday that. till, yeah, that's not. <laughs> standing <laughs> ovation. <laughs> is that a standing ovation? I, I realized like how like that presents socially as like a, like a, but for I mean, what would be negative about that? So, yeah, see, like, uh, I don't know, but, like, I guess there's that whole, like, slut-shaming aspect, but I'm like, it's not like I set out to be like, I'm going to sleep with as many people in a short no period of time. No slut-shamers here. It was just very, no. like, all of those relationships happened really organically. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> or I, what if you did? What's the problem with that? Right? I'm like, I definitely have been the person that has had sex with three different people in the same day. Uh, hat trick <laughs> <Air five. Right>? um, <laughs> it's worse when they all know about it uh, <laughs> kind of like it's not worse I, I mean, mean was that at the same time though no no okay. this lunch and dinner okay, it, it, okay. literally uh, was like, gotta eat it was like yeah. breakfast and we got up and we went and got breakfast together and they had to go to work and then like i ran into somebody else and i was like yo let's hang out and then like they had to be up for work early so i <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was an interesting day. Um, That's awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, like, people love sex. That right? Like, women. can't you just like, <laughs> can't you just love sex and not fucking worry about it? Like, there, so? yeah. I mean, there's yeah. serious negative sides to sex, and I feel personally that you know it needs to be taken seriously, and you got to worry about risks and red flags, and right. But I mean, it's not you know. I, for me, at least, I don't care about the social side of it. And, and as a guy, that's, you know, there's different standards right. and well, everything. That's for you. Which is terrible. <laughs> and I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. But but at the same time, it's like, um, just I don't think there's anything. It's like, it's it's not, there's nothing wrong. Like, there's a point where it gets gross, I guess. Like, you know, if it's like watching somebody at a buffet, you know, like, yeah. you need a fifth plate. Like, I might get judgy on that. Level, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I mean, yeah. I definitely um, I like them at fifth plate. I, yeah, but it's like, not I'm, like a serious deal. I'm, like, it's like, whatever.